Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast, helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Happy Tuesday, everybody. So yesterday, if you have not listened to the podcast, I'd highly recommend you go listen to the podcast. So if you just found this podcast, what's up? My name is Coach JV. This is Self-Reflection Podcast, and I make the complex simple. I figured it out. That's what my skill set is. I'm able to make complex, esoteric, structural things in this physical world that we call earth and break them down into a very simplistic. That's why I went through all this stuff. I really think that's why I became a drug addict and why I attempted suicide and why I faced death and why I came back from death and why I became a banker and why I got to see the executive side and I got to see the darkest of dark as a drug uh, addicted to opiates and become an executive and see how fucking dark that can get as well at that level. And um, yeah, because we think... Yeah, I'm just going to flow with this, okay? And then I'll talk to you. So Monday, we talked about this, the posted stamp that you've been put on, which is your perception, which is a created I am, not the great I am. You are the great I am, but you are now the created I am because you have lived your life based on a perceptive reality that's been created for you. And I'm asking you to build a clean slate to wipe the slate clean and start to question everything and become a filter, not a sponge. And you only become a filter when it's something that you want to build for your paradigm, you are a creator. So where was I going with this? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, many of you, so if you don't know me, my name is coach JV. I am the top health and mindset coach and crypto coach in the world. What you believe in your heart, you think in your mind, I didn't say that, huh? What you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind, becomes an unconscious activity. What in, gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. And since you've been a little itty, 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 baby, even in the womb, you're being predictive programmed. And a lot of your activities and behaviors, I would say 100% of your activities and behaviors unconsciously come from predictive programming from your parents, the churches you grew up in, nothing wrong with any of this. I'm just telling you where it comes from. Churches you came with, the, the TV shows that you watched or didn't watch, the video games you played or didn't play, the traumatic thing that happened to you or didn't happen to you, the way your parents interacted with each other, how your mom held your dad's hand or didn't hold your dad's hand, how your father left when you were a child, how your father died of an overdose or didn't die of an overdose. You know, think about my uh, beautiful daughter and the things that she got predictive program to her father was a freaking opiate addict first three years of her life. And, um, that stuff is in her subconscious mind, whether she knows it or not. It's uh, those, those activities and behaviors that I was doing during that time of dragging her around with me during my drug addiction. Um, it has to, it's in her subconscious mind. It's impossible. It's not. So the activities and behaviors that she does unconsciously come from that subconscious mind programming because she was a little Google. She was just taking an input, right? And um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So I, the perception that's been created, for example, I was at the darkest and deepest of hell as a opiate addict, right? And so when I was an opiate addict, you would think somebody who's an executive or a doctor or a lawyer or somebody who has these prestigious jobs at Yale or Harvard, these, these, these politicians that you see in the suits and the big houses, well, guess what? They're fucking crackheads too. They just hide it very, very well. There's 
darkness in all areas of life. When I became an executive, I'll share with you my perception. This is my perceptive reality, what I saw. So I went to executive banking school, right? So, I, you know, at that time I was married, I had kids and uh, I still have kids, but I had, you know, family. And um, we would go to a place in South Carolina called Greenville uh, University. We would take over their campus. So I didn't go to uh, Furman University, excuse me, in Greenville, South Carolina, the most beautiful place I've ever been. I'd actually love to go back there. Um, we would use their campus for the summertime. So we'd use Furman University's campus for a summertime. Today is story time. And um, we'd fly down there during, during the summer. We'd spend about, I think it was three weeks or two weeks, three or two weeks. It, was, it seemed like a while. It was a lot of time to be away from my family. I did, I'm a homebody. I did not like being away from my home. <sighs> okay. So we fly down there. I was super excited. I was booming in my career. Things were going well. And I started to kind of go through an awakening. I'll spare you that whole part of the story. But where I really had my great awakening was there. And I didn't even know I was going through an awakening. But I started to listen like Joe Rogan and you know things like that. And I started to learn about different alternative medicines and plant medicines. And I'd never experienced anything like that. But I just I started to listen to more open-minded stuff that was more outside of the created I am and more towards the great I am. And so I'm down in Furman University. And uh, I remember I pulled up to this campus. I was like, wow, freaking gorgeous, most beautiful place I've ever been. So we're in this beautiful, beautiful place. There's executives from all over the world from banks, right? Some are getting ready to be CFOs. I think some are getting ready to be CEOs of smaller banks. And um, so it's called CBA Executive Banking School. When you graduate, you have a pretty prestigious certificate. It's, I don't even know if it's a degree. It'd be called a certificate in banking. Uh, there's another one called PCBS, which is in San Francisco. This is CBA, Consumer Banking Association in uh, South Carolina. <clears throat> so we get there. It's super, super beautiful. I'm meeting all these executives. So I'm nervous. I'm kind of somewhat new in my career. I guess I think it was 2012. I went into banking in 2008, I think it was. 2008. So a couple years. I, I, I moved up really fast. So I ended up going to executive banking school. And um, that's a whole nother story how I moved up really fast because I'm a beast and I'm going to teach you that stuff. But anyway, so we go into executive banking school and I'm there and I'm so beautiful and I'm meeting all these executives. So I'm nervous meeting these executives and these people just, they, they uh, hold themselves with the stature, right? And I'm kind of still this, you know, goofy, sloppy dude that's kind of not sloppy discipline wise, but just, uh, I wasn't as acumen as them. I have dyslexia. I didn't feel as smart as them. I did feel a little less than them, but as I started to really break down, I'm a big, 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 big time observer. So a lot of people don't know that about me, or if you're around me, you know that I observe, I observe, I watch your behaviors. I don't give a shit what you post on social media. I watch your moves. I watch how you interact with people. I watch what I hear, what other people say about you. And I, that's how I make my decision who I want to work with or be around. I watch social media. I just, I cannot stand people who post shit on their social media that they're not doing or do uh, YouTube videos or TikToks or, or uh, the podcast that they're not doing. It's, it's my biggest pet peeve in the world, but that's 95% of people on your social media. So be careful. I digress. So, um, oh yeah. So I'm there and this is where I was like, holy shit. So remember I was a drug addict, right? You know, and, and when I say drug addict, it was a, it was a short stint in my life. I think it was about four, I would say three years as a full-blown addict, right? I was taking drugs and partying and stuff. And then it was like that the, the start was opiates though. And then I became a drug addict where I would say I was addicted to them where I couldn't live without them for three years. But um, so I was in the depths of hell, right? But then I realized that just because someone's wearing a suit and just because someone's a doctor and just because someone's a lawyer doesn't mean those depths of hell don't exist in that paradigm. They just hide it differently. Every single night, 
they were going out to happy hour and getting smashed. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Like, we're supposed to be here to learn. I'm going to the gym, right? And so you want to go? I'm like, no. And then you start hearing these rumors, which really started to bother me. And I was like, man, this is no different than the fucking clubs and partying and bodybuilding. It was like, you know, there was a, a girl and it was like, who rode? Her name is Wyoming. They're like, who rode Wyoming? And there was this like joke about it. They nicknamed her Wyoming. And I'm like, isn't this girl married with kids? And then you started seeing this person sleeping with this person or this person hooking up with this person and listening to the guy's conversations. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. So this is supposed to be prestigious, highest level. And I'm not saying everybody, but there was quite a bit of childish fucking immature behaviors going on. I'm like, okay, so now I broke free from the drug realm, but I'm hearing the same types of conversations, the same bullshit going on. You know, it's like drugs and like, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, prescription drugs that are prescribed by a doctor. So it's acceptable. Right. And I'm like, Hmm, interesting. So now here I am, I break free from this old paradigm of drug addict. I thought I was breaking free from insecurity and now I'm back in insecurity again. I'm an executive now. It's just hell in a different position. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right? Because it was a predictive created reality. I thought I had to become something to be noticed as something. And so I start to go through this great awakening while I'm there in executive banking school. The, the school is fucking gorgeous. And so I'm noticing the flowers and the freaking pond and the ducks in the pond and people go do smoke breaks and I go sit and watch the ducks in the pond. And I'm like, ah, it was just such a neat. So I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of leave it off there and kind of share with you guys. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. If you guys don't mind, I'm going to take you through a journey these next couple of weeks of just my awakening. Um, it feels right. And if I fall off the path and start talking about something else, it's just what it is. But so yesterday we talked about the postage stamp. So the postage stamp is what I was predicted programmed. You know, I was a grew up, was born into a Catholic family, a chubby boy picked on, blah, blah, blah. You know, things happen to me as a child that shouldn't happen to as a child. And I use that as my traumatic experience. I attached a definition to that, which became my condition. Um, and then I end up in executive banking school. And now here I am in the most beautiful place that I've been personally within America. And I'm like, why am I back in the darkness? But the good thing is I could see the darkness this time. And so I started to understand that, holy shit, we are creators. So there was a moment in time where I was walking. I'd go for a walk every single morning. And I found this little trail going up this mountain, a small little trail. <laughs> I climbed up some big ass mountain, small trail that I went up and there was like a little uh, meditation center. And I found out that like some of the highest level people have meditated there before. And while I was sitting there, that's where my great awakening started. I was looking out over South Carolina and I'm like, I can't be here. So I'll continue the story tomorrow. How about that? We'll just take you through the story and uh, take you through my great awakening uh, the next couple of weeks. I love you guys. I appreciate you. As we always say, warriors, rise, get your shit together. Let's go. Click the link down below to join our warrior academy.